We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Field of 68 Best Bets podcast. It is Thursday morning. My name is Rob Doss. So that lovely gentleman with the new lucky blue hat on is the oh. one and only Jeffrey Goodman. I went four and out. I, I went four and one yesterday, guys. Just an FYI, Goodman got his ass kicked. So it was about time that I started making my comeback for these uh, these season long records. So Jeffrey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while since you can lay claim to kicking my ass, but you did. You went four and one. I went four and five. Maybe it serves me right for picking nine games. Maybe I should uh, cut down on my uh, number of games, which I think I'll do tonight because there's not a. It's a good slate. But it's not like you've got you know fifty games uh, to choose from tonight, so it's a it's a little bit a uh, little bit easier. And uh, I give you credit though; I'm sure you slept well last night, knowing that you did kick my ass. So that's good. <laughs> Actually, the reason I slept well is because I knew I would be able to come on this stream this morning and demand an apology from you on behalf of the entire fan base. Of the Michigan Wolverines right now. I need your I need your apology. You, you need to apologize. It. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I absolutely am not. Listen, it was a hell of a win. They've beaten the living daylights out of both Northwestern and Minnesota right now. Um, the only thing I'll say to that is I still feel like this Michigan team, I want to see them against an upper tier team on the road in the Big Ten. I want to see them again. Like, before I say that they're an elite-level team, they're good, obviously. Right now, you know they're in that kind of next tier somewhere, you know, anywhere between 5 and 25, okay? But that's a, that's a wide gap, and there's a lot of teams that are similar in there. I want to see if, if they distance themselves and they can kind of move themselves closer to, like, a Texas. I'm not going to put them in Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova. I'm not. I don't think there's anybody in those three uh, the same realm, but can can you put Michigan in a Texas uh, tier? And and here's the one thing I'll say about Michigan. Okay, here's the one thing I'll say. You look at Michigan and uh, and their schedule this year. They don't play Iowa on the road. They don't play Illinois on the road. They don't play Rutgers on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, their schedule is absolutely favorable. Um, you know the teams they play twice: Maryland, Northwestern. Penn State. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. They're, hey, they've looked phenomenal. And last night's win was by far their most impressive, but it was still Minnesota at home. Minnesota's had a great start to the season, but I'm not ready to anoint either 
either Northwestern or Minnesota as like teams that I fear come March, if they even get there come March. Especially when you beat Minnesota, when Minnesota's playing on the road, because Minnesota on the road is now lost by 27 at Illinois. They lost by 12 at Wisconsin, and they've lost by 25 at Michigan, where like 25 was a pretty favorable final score for the way that that played out. <laughs> they were um, never in the game. I mean, it was just- – I think that you are being very harsh when you say that like Michigan can be five through 25. There's no five through 20. I'll I'll narrow it to 20 or 18. Like, like let, let them play Oregon when they get Will Richardson back and and, and it'll be a hell of a game. That's all I'll tell you. When Oregon gets Will Richardson back, they're going to be better than number 18 in the country. Well, that's, that's the problem with it. Um, So I, I do agree with the sentiment that we don't necessarily know just how good Michigan is because again, like the, they have not had that real test yet. They like, they haven't played Iowa. They haven't played Wisconsin. They haven't played Illinois. Um, they haven't played like a great team in the non-conference yet. So um, we'll, we'll get there. They're in the big 10. They're going to get tested every single night, but beating you're right. Beating Minnesota at home is not the thing that's going to convince me and say, Oh, wow. Michigan like, really needs to be in the same 10. conversation. Yeah, I, I put him in the top ten. I put him at nine today, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably about right. Like, like anybody who thinks they should they should be in the top five right now, I, I, you just haven't earned it. You got to to me, if you're in the top five, you got to have a, a either a resume win or well, see, that's the problem with your ranking system is that you're you're ranking it as if you're 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 doing the NCAA tournament seeds. You're not ranking it based off of who the best teams are. You're ranking the best resumes, which are two very different things. Right. The best teams in college basketball might not have the best resumes, and that's just the way that the schedule works out, which is why right. your ranking system is and, – and we go back and forth on it. But whatever, like that's a different conversation for a different place. The thing – the last thing I'll say is this. The question that we had entering the season with this Michigan team is their backcourt. It is Eli Brooks and Mike Smith. It's Mike like, Smith. Are those- it was Mike Smith. That was my question. Yeah. Like, are- He's been good. He's been good. Listen, Mike Smith's been better than advertised because – Yes, he- but – hold on, hold on, hold on. But here's the, here's, here's the problem with that is they are still uh, at the bottom of the Big Ten um, in league play in terms of offensive turnover percentage. And they have not played a team – the yeah. Minnesota is the best team that they've played, the best defensive right. team they've played. Right. Mike Minnesota Smith hasn't seen Iowa. He hasn't seen yes. Iowa yet. And here's the other part of it. They have not played a team that ranks in the top 80 in, in defensive turnover rate, which means they're turning the ball over like crazy, and they haven't even played teams that force a lot of turnover. Right. So I don't think that we've had the question about their backcourt answered. Now, Hunter Dickinson is awesome. He's better than anybody expected. Franz Wagner is playing – the best basketball of his life right now. Isaiah Livers has not gotten a going yet. Shawnee Brown has been more or less exactly what you expected. Yeah. So everything else on that roster is better, is proven, and and, and is just exactly what you're looking or for. Mike Smith doesn't have to be great. Yes. Just be good. Be good, Mike Smith. And right. we, I don't think that we've – I'm – I'm not convinced yet that what we've seen from him is uh, is him going to be good enough to put them in the national title conversation. Now, that said, Mike Smith could be me, and I, I think at this point Michigan is like floor top 12 team. Like that's the remember, worst hey, top 12. Do you remember last year Michigan started out uh, like crazy, right? They started out 7-0. They beat Gonzaga and North Carolina uh, on a neutral court. 
and then they went through a little stretch and they lost to Louisville. They lost to uh, Illinois. They lost to Oregon. They, and then they went through a stretch in January. They lost four straight. So, and you I know what? You know what else they lost in all those in all those these games that they lost? Isaiah Livers. He wasn't playing, and yep. he wasn't healthy. So, I mean, assuming that he stays healthy, which is, I mean, maybe it doesn't happen. Um, they're they're. I mean, if they're they're a very good basketball team. I'm just um, saying. Sometimes we get carried away early. And I'm not saying Michigan's not going to be a second weekend team. I'm just saying let's settle down a little bit on them pounding Northwestern that you and I have agreed we're not ready to anoint Northwestern as an NCAA tournament team in Minnesota, who is a little bit helter-skelter. Like, Minnesota's look great at times. Hold on. Let me let me correct you on that. The only time you're allowed to anoint Northwestern is when you're talking to Deion Thomas. If you want to tell Deion Thomas that Northwestern is the best team in the state yeah. of Illinois, you're allowed to do that, and you're allowed to make that argument, and you're allowed to justify it. That's the only time you're allowed to back Northwestern. All right. All right. <laughs> no. No. All right. Let's talk about the rest of yesterday's slate because there was a lot of things that happened. Uh, Creighton absolutely beat the brakes off of Seton Hall. Bryce Aiken went down again. Louisville got a nice win over Virginia Tech at home and is still undefeated in ACC play. Tennessee bounced back from uh, from from losing to Alabama at home uh, to get a nice comfort behind win against an Arkansas team that actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what else? I think that was uh, Xavier beat St. John's and covered yeah. against St. John's, which was awesome. Uh, Pitt was down by 20 in the first half and came back to beat Syracuse. Baylor got a really nice win against an Oklahoma team where they just overwhelmed uh, Oklahoma, who had really good guards. Uh, Houston won despite not having Caleb Mills. Duke came back to beat Boston College, uh, 16 down in the first half, came back to win. Wendell Moore, 25 points off the bench. He had 19 points on the entire season entering the game. How about this? His last four games before – Last night, Wendell Moore was one for 21 from the floor. He played 16 combined minutes against Notre Dame and then the loss to Illinois, and he woke up today. To me, that was the most significant thing that happened last night was Wendell Moore waking up. Certainly in Durham it was. I mean, uh, you know, like that helps. Matthew Hurt's been good. Wendell Moore obviously broke out last night if they can keep that going. And Jeremy Roach was decent. Like he still turned the ball over too much. He's got to make better decisions. But – I think he's getting better. And if they can somehow get, and I said this to Andre Dawkins last night, if they can somehow get Jalen Johnson bought in, like he doesn't have to be spectacular. Just be a 12-7 and guy. Be bought in. Don't fight it. Embrace it. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be the leading scorer on this team. Matthew Hurt is. Matthew Hurt's the best offensive player on this team, period. But he needs guys around him because uh, he, he can't be the only guy that Coach K or John Shire can count on. And, uh, no, you're right. Wendell Moore, it was huge. Now, can he can he capitalize and, and, and uh, take advantage of that and, and be consistent? Because if, if he can, yeah, like Duke could be – listen, the great thing about the ACC, like I was on Durham and Packer this morning on, uh, on ACC Network. They asked me who's the best team in the ACC right now. Clemson. Clemson's the best team in the ACC right now. So what does that say if you do? or Virginia, or North Carolina, or Syracuse, who, who lost to Pittsburgh last night. Like, okay, we're not that far back. None of us. Any, any, anybody can win it this year. Um, and, 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 uh, except for Wake if, Forest. Except for Wake Forest. Um, and I think you're 100% right about Jalen Johnson, and it's not just like the offensive stuff. 
Uh, he is really the only guy on that roster that you can trust as a rim protector. Cause like their, their freshman bigs are just, they're not ready. They're going to be good. They're not ready. Yeah. Um, and Jalen Johnson, the one thing that he has proven that I was like really impressed about was he's not scared to get up there and, and try to block a shot when someone's trying, going in to try to dunk on him. Um, and I think that they need that presence defensively. Like when you're getting lit up by BC in Cameron indoor stadium, like that's a little yeah. bit of a problem on that. Yeah, end of the floor. Um, I, you know, uh, I will. I will say this though, uh, DJ Stewart has kind of gotten it going. He's been he's 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 been pretty good this year. Um, Jeremy Roach looks like he's starting to figure things out. Jer- uh, Jordan Goldwire um, is not like he's not great, but like he's, he's good defensively. Like, good yeah, defensively. if you if you ask him to, if he's your fifth guy, if he plays the Kihei Clark role that Kihei yeah. played on that that Virginia national title team, yeah. Jordan's a very effective player in the ACC. He could do a job really yeah. well. Kihei had a lot a little bit more around him. Uh, in, in that game, yeah. and, uh, but you, but you know what I'm saying, like like he can he can do a job. Yeah. Um, so and and Matthew Hurts a guy that gets you 20 on any given night. So like yeah. the, there are pieces where it can make some sense that Duke can kind of be a uh, a top 25 ish team, but that doesn't change the fact that we're going to fade them every single time that they play for the very foreseeable future. Also, shout out to John Shire who's now uh no the only the only undefeated coach in the history. I think he's going to retire. I'm pretty sure he's going to retire today. <laughs> All right, let's get going with tonight's games. Um, there's anything else you don't want to you don't want to mention Creighton Seton Hall? No, let's move on. Okay, um, tonight's games. Uh, there's one that I love. Can we open with that? Yeah, Indiana, Indiana at Wisconsin. Easily my favorite bet. Indiana is uh, is getting seven and a half. I love love Wisconsin in the spot uh, for a couple reasons. One, Armand Franklin, say Indiana. You teased me before this. That you were going to pick Indiana, and I was going to that's call you. Not, I was going to call you an idiot. That's not. That's not what I said. Okay. That is okay. absolutely not what I said. Okay. Um, so, no Armand Franklin, which is yeah. big. He's been he's been awesome over the course of the last yeah, like three score. weeks. Yeah, yep. uh, and Trace Jackson Davis, like we kind of know his mo, right? He's really good against teams that don't have great bigs. Uh, teams that do have great bigs, he is not so good against. Um, last year against Wisconsin, uh, in two games, he averaged 7.5 points. Um, if you look at the games that he's kind of played this season, uh, when he goes up against a Maryland team that doesn't really have size, he went for 22 points. It was completely dominant. He had 23 against Butler. He had 31 um, against, uh, was it? I think it was Florida State in the uh, in, in the um, the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So, like, when, when teams don't have good big guys, he can dominate. When teams yeah. do have good big guys, he struggles. He had 11 the other day against Illinois in that game that they lost. So, um, Wisconsin, Michael Potter and Nate Reavers, who are both, like, 35 years old, six foot ten, really good, like, all Big Ten caliber big men. Um, so, you put all of that together, a team that can't shoot, a team that doesn't have Armand Franklin, or a team with a big guy that has a really bad matchup, I, I just – I love Wisconsin in this spot. Yeah, I'm with you. 17 and three, Wisconsin is uh, against Indiana over the last 10 years. So, yeah, they've had their number. They're a better team. Uh, we know that. I, I think you're right. I mean, listen, the biggest strength of this Wisconsin team is its, its experience and balance. And uh, they've got a lot of guys that can hurt you. Like Aline Ford's been really good this year. Like Demetri Trice has been terrific. Um, Reavers, again, hasn't been great, but, like, I still love him because he's a rim protect- protector. He'll fight, uh, you know, he'll fight against Trace. Uh, I'm with you. I, I like Wisconsin giving the seven and a half. I'm, I'm in on that. 
All right. Um, the other interesting game in the Big Ten that I wanted to discuss was the Illinois Fighting Illini at Northwestern and the battle for supremacy in the, the state of Illinois. Um, I, I really like the Illini in this spot. The one thing that I'm worried about is uh, the line has gotten all the way up to, to seven. And Northwestern is they, – they don't run a ton of like the ball screen stuff. But with their five-out action with Pete Nance um, playing out on the perimeter, like that's something that can pull Kofi away from the basket. So I'm worried about what they can do, what they're going to be able to do defensively, uh, or what Illinois is going to be able to do defensively against Northwestern. I don't see them um, having any problem scoring and scoring and scoring. Like who's going to guard? I would assume no. Who's going to guard Kofi Coburn on the team? No one. So um, I I like the over here. I think the over is the play. Yeah, I like Illinois. I like Illinois. Boo Booey's playing. Uh, he's okay. He got hurt in the last game. But, um, yeah, the over is 149.5. Little high. But um, I, I just think, again, I think Illinois is going to overwhelm them um, with their overall athleticism. And I don't know. Uh, although, again, I don't know how effective Boo Booey's going to be. And uh, good luck going against Ohio. And, and Trent Frazier and – I mean, they just got dudes. Like, they got good – Curbelo's terrific. I just think Illinois is clearly the better team here. They uh, are. They are. There's there's no way that I'm going to be on Northwestern in the spot. It's just that the line at, at seven, that line has gotten a little bit too it has. It high has. for me. And I just I, – I think that they're – like, I think, I think this game is going to be something like 85-75. Like, I mean, Northwestern wants to run. Illinois has no yeah. problem running with teams that want to run. I don't see how Illinois is going to be able to, to get all that many stops based off of the, that five-out offense that Northwestern wants to run. And I just, like you said, I think Illinois is going to overwhelm Northwestern. So if you have two teams where the advantage is going to be on the offensive end of the floor that both want to get out and run, where there could be 75, 80 possessions, like yeah. it's just that 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 total is 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 way lower than I, I like. I thought this line that this total would be like one fifty uh, something. Ken yeah. Ken Palm Ken Palm has it at one fifty two, and the yeah. line. Uh, right now at the books is one uh, for right, so I'm going to go Illinois and the over. I'm going to, I'm going to go both. There you go. All right. I love it. I love yeah. it. Little game parlays, baby. Yeah. Little game parlays. Let's go. Uh, last one of the big 10, Iowa, Maryland, Luca Garza's homecoming. <laughs> DC <laughs> boy heading back to the DC area. Marcel's back. Marcel's back. Just so you know, find that yeah, out. Yeah, I, I saw that. So they I don't were, know about uh, Connor McCaffrey. I'm not sure his status, um, but um, yeah, I, I just honestly, I love Iowa here. I love Iowa. I, I think he might follow out the entire team. Um, yeah, I, I love him and his homecoming. I think if they feed him enough, I think he could go for 60 tonight. 60. 6-0. So the Connor McCaffrey thing, I think, does – Yeah, he's tough. Just hurt them a little bit. Sure. Um, because he, he, like, he very much is uh, like the what's, – what's the best way? Like a, kind of like a quarter – like – he can't really shoot and no, he's, he's not really a threat offensively, but it just, everything works better when he's on the floor. Everything does. Yeah. Even the pass at the end of the game, last game, he was, he could barely mm-hmm. walk. He comes in just to make the inbound pass, he, you know, and then he, he checks himself out. I mean, yeah, he's just, he, he's cerebral. He's tough. He's just that intangible guy that, that helps him. So if they don't have him, yeah, they're, they're not going to be the same, but um, I, I think, Again, I don't. I don't think Maryland's very good. Uh, they're not big, and they're going to have to double and triple Luca. We know that. And 
as long as they're not two for 22. It, it, honestly, as long as your you know, Bohannon doesn't go back to his old self, they're going to light it up from the perimeter. They're going to make 15 threes tonight. And I think they, honestly, I think they blow out Maryland. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get that thinking. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about what Iowa will do defensively, right? And um, I don't know. Like, Luka's going to have to guard somebody on the perimeter. And I don't think that they can, you can go zone against this Maryland team um, because I do think that they have some wings that can pass the ball a little bit, and they do make threes. Uh, so, like, I, I, that's the one thing that I'm concerned about. Um, the other problem is that this line has gotten up to six and six and a half in some places, and – uh that is a lot of points in the game on the road when Maryland um, when Maryland wants to slow slow everything down. So like I I kind of I kind of want to see um, I kind of want to take the under here. The totals one fifty four, and I kind of want to take the under because I think that Maryland is going to be able to keep this in like every game that they played in the last like month has been in like 60 possessions. And I know Illinois or Iowa is going to run, but it's easier to slow games down than it is to speed games up against teams that don't want to play fast. So um, I kind of like the under. If I'm going to be on anyone, it's going to be um, Iowa in this spot. But I, I think I like the under more than the the than picking a side. All right, we're going west. You ready? To yeah, go? let's go out west. There's there's a couple of interesting games in the Pac-12. Um, no, no, no. Let's but, start with the biggest game out west. Come on. What are you doing? Well, yeah. BYU and Gonzaga? Yes. All right. Biggest game. In, listen, anytime Gonzaga is playing right now and, and playing against like the team you think has the best chance to beat them out West. Am I wrong? Yeah. And it's also in the building where BYU somehow always ends Gonzaga's undefeated seasons, right? Like, and, BYU and oh, by the way, have you seen the spread? 17. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking Mark Pope and BYU. I don't know about you. I listen, I don't, I don't know if they can. I don't know if anybody can really keep up with Gonzaga, but I just man, seventeen points is a lot of points for that that rivalry, and and, and the way BYU has played them close at times. So I'm going to take BYU here. Um, again, I don't have a ton of confidence, but I think you know BYU. It's 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 kind of are they going to make shots or not? Right, like if they make enough shots. And really, a lot of it is going to be um, – Barcelo's been ridiculous shooting the ball. I think he's been like the best shooter in America so far. And, and Matt Harms, can he stay out of harm's way? Like, can he stay on the court? You don't like <laughs> yeah. that? You didn't like it? No, it's good. It's like a great dad joke. <laughs> it, it really was. It was. Um, so th- those two guys have to be really good and stay on the court. You know, again, I'm not saying they're going to beat Gonzaga. But I'm gonna say they're gonna stay within 17 points of them. How's that? I like it. I'm I'm completely staying away from this game. Um I just that's that's a lot of points. Right? That's a lot of points, but it's also Gonzaga. And I don't I don't like I, I don't ever want to be betting against Gonzaga in any form, in any situation, at any time. So um if I like I, yeah. I don't know. I'm saying complete stay away from me. Okay. All right. All right. We'll move on to the. Uh, the, the- I, I like the. I like the logic though. Like you're you're betting on you're betting on Mark Pope basically to be able to put together a game plan that keeps keeps BYU close. Yeah. And um, the one thing that I will say is this: like, when did this game actually get scheduled? Like two days ago. 
Um, yeah, it was two days ago that, yeah, I broke it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, right. Yeah. It was two days ago. That's right. So, so that's the thing that does kind of worry me a little bit. Like two days should be enough to time to game plan for someone, yeah. but it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. So I, it's a, it's a stay away from me, but, um, I like your logic. That's, uh, it's hard to argue against. What I mean, about more than- pretty good other than getting blown out in the bubble against USC. Other than that, they've been pretty, pretty good. Well, I mean, remember I mean, they they just- State. Uh, yeah. On the road, scored seventy-two points against San Diego State. So they, if they're making shots, they'll keep it within seventeen. If they have one of those poor shooting games, yeah, it could be ugly, and and nobody would be surprised against Gonzaga. No, nope. yeah, and it's also like Mark Pope is a coach that is always going to get his teams better. Like if you look over the years, his teams always get better as the season goes on because he's a hell of a coach. So, like I said, I I, I like your logic. I just don't. I'm not going to. Yeah, you don't want to go against Gonzaga. Nobody does. I'm not, I'm not going to go against it. I'm not going to bet against Gonzaga at any point, especially when they're playing at home. All right. There's a couple other games out West um, in the Pac-12 that we should talk about. We have Oregon at Colorado. We have UCLA at Arizona State. And we have Washington uh, at Stanford. Well, I guess it's versus Stanford because they're not necessarily playing um, at Stanford. But do you like any of those games? Do you like any of those teams? Um, I think my favorite bet out of all of them is probably uh, the Oregon money line. I just think – you know, we talked about it earlier. I think that they're undervalued nationally right now. Um, so that's kind of what I like. Uh, anything there that, that intrigues you, Jeffrey? Yeah, I'll go Arizona State. Marcus Bagley's back. Um, I just think they're the better team. And they're like their backs are up against the wall a little bit. Like they got to win some games. And there aren't a lot of big-time games uh, in the Pac-12 to win, right? So, like, this is one you're at home against a UCLA team that just lost Chris Smith for the year. Like, you got to win this game if you're Bobby Hurley, don't you? I mean, you do. You pretty much have to. But um, when have we ever seen Arizona State win a game where it's like, you got to win this game? They're also yeah. getting two points right now, which is like, that's that's a weird line. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, I don't know. But but Arizona State, if you look on them on the surface, they're, they're, their numbers are terrible. Right, like they lost to UTEP, they haven't really gotten a big win. We know how talented they are. I mean, listen, I don't know where you put them. I didn't want to put them on there, but I did. Did you put Remy Martin in one of your All American teams? I think I had him third team. Me too. I did not have. I did not have him first team. Like, so think about that. You've got a team with a All American point guard and potentially two lottery picks. Two lottery picks could be mm-hmm. two first round picks. Josh Christopher and, and, and Marcus Bagley are both going to be first-round picks. They are. And they're at home getting points against a mediocre UCLA team? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy here, but I, I just feel like they got to win. No, no you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're right in terms of the logic, right? right? The, the, the more talented team playing at home yeah. against some, a team that just lost their, their pro, their NBA player. Like that, getting points like that makes total sense. Um, the only thing that I would say against it is it's Arizona State. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it's it. Ar- it's Arizona State. Oh, no, I get it. It, it. Listen, you know, it, it's it's not an easy one. It's not one I feel great about. But uh, I'll take Arizona State there. I'll also take Cal against Washington State. It's a pick 'em. Washington State had a bunch of COVID issues. I don't know how many of those guys are going to get back. We'll find out later today. Um, it's going to be an ugly game. 
it's going to be like, honestly, that game probably is going to be in the friggin' 50s, if I had to guess. I'll take Cal at home there. The the only problem is I don't think Matt Bradley is playing. And this big this big uh, FA kid, um, I don't even know how to say his last name. Yeah. Uh, Obogidi is an absolute stud. An absolute – like, I think he's a pro. I think he's an NBA player. And, uh, you know, Kyle – like – when it comes down to it, I, I think like Kyle Smith is just a, a really, really good basketball coach, and um, I, I, ha- I do not want to be against him against a team yeah, that I, you know. Cal what, Matt Bradley, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Uh, yeah, I just saw that too. So Matt Bradley out. Uh, scrap what I just said. Uh, I am not touching that. Um, I'll take the money line on USC going to Arizona. I'll, I'll take a shot on that one. I mean. Arizona hasn't seen length like this before with the Mobley brothers. Um, and I just don't know how good Arizona is. So to me, I think that's that's good value taking USC in the money line there. Yeah, USC is getting two and a half. The money line yeah. is at plus 120 right now. Um, and we should probably mention Washington State is laying two and a half uh, at Cal. I, I think I might end up taking Wazoo in that spot. I might do it. I'm not. Without Matt Bradley, it might not be a bad, bad one. Hey, how about fading Cincinnati tonight? Why? SMU? Yeah. SMU, five and a half. I just don't think Cincinnati's any good. What are they, two and six? Like SMU at home. They got one of the better players. Kendrick Davis is one of the better players that people don't talk about. Um, I I don't know. I I like SMU there. I I could see. I I mean, this is going to be a bad year for Cincinnati. We know that. It, It already is. But it could go from bad to worse here if they get blown out by SMU at home. Yeah, I, I do think there's still value on on Cincinnati, and just kind of the, because they're I, I think they're under overvalued. Yeah, they're overvalued nationally, so I like that play. Uh, I think that's all I got. I'm going to try to. I mean, that's that that's adding up to. I got Wisconsin, I got Illinois plus the over. I got Iowa, I got BYU, I got Arizona State, I got the USC money line. So what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, that's that's slim for me. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the bets that I've these are the bets that I've put in so far, right? So these are my official picks. I like Wisconsin minus seven and a half, and like I I doubled down on that. I went heavy on it. Um, okay. I like the I like the Oregon money line, um, and I like the over in Illinois uh, in Illinois um, Northwestern. And then when it, I think I think I'm probably gonna you know for this give me Mitchell give me um, Washington State minus two and a half as well. And then um, give me – what was the other game? Oh, yeah, the uh, the Iowa-Maryland under. So give me those as well, Mitchell. Lock me in. Five picks. Let's go. Nobody so knows who Mitchell is. You're t- it's like you're talking to somebody like up here or something. You know, Mitchell, Mitchell's our, our – uh, He's also not He's also not listening today. He's, he's, he's not even listening today. So he's driving whatever. to Arkansas. Yeah, there you go. Have fun Maybe on that drive. He'll <laughs> Maybe he'll listen. If you get it in what the audio quick enough – it's a 16-hour drive. He's got plenty of time to listen. Yeah, all right. So I'll put it in right now so he can hear it and he can hear his shout-out. Shout-out shout out to Mitchell Gladstone um, and shout-out to, uh, shout out to, shout out, shout out to me for, for whipping your ass yesterday. Okay, what, what, what was worse? What was worth, worse, the beating that I gave you or the beating that Michigan gave Minnesota? It was still the worst was the beating that Mississippi State gave Missouri. <laughs> I, it's been a rough couple of days for me. I, I, I'll, listen, I'll be honest. It was, it was uh, yeah, dude. for a while there. 
you knew there were going to be some bumps in the road. I have I have effectively hit those when you can rip the crap out of me for a couple so, minutes. So, so let me ask you this. What's worse, um, losing the money from losing the bets or having no. all of these things happen in the last three days? No, it's definitely. You, you, you're losing the Mississippi State bet. You uh you you watching Michigan beat teams by forty points every single night and try to say that they're not a top twenty five team? Like what, what's worse, or losing to me when it comes to like the, the no? Best I stuff. always say it's bragging rights in any of this, right? Like I want a a, a fantasy football league with with Kevin Nagandi, like in ESPN, and I rip on him all the time. Um, we talk a ton of shit. So winning that league this year uh, was way more important. The, the same day I got my ass kicked. Uh, on NFL picks and uh, didn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like bragging rights sometimes are more important. They, they, they trump uh, a, a, a wager. And in this case, um, yeah, I'd rather have bragging rights right now than, than money in my pocket. So for you to have those bragging rights over me, it's made rough. Like I can't it's wait rough. for tonight. I can't wait for these games. And you got some, you know, the good thing is, it's a good TV slate too. I mean, it starts out I think early, right? Isn't there five? Is there five? Yeah, we got Oregon, Oregon, Colorado at five. Um, Jeffrey, we did get uh, we did get one person in the comments though that that recognized the same thing that I recognized. What's that? Can you see it popping up on your screen? Uh, you finally changed hats, baby. I did. You got, you got a new lucky hat. You got a new lucky hat. I did. I had to do it. I had to do it. I mean, you did. did. I'm gonna you did. go out like. like now again, I, I need I, I need to to get a little more gear in here. I've I've been stuck in the same sweatshirt for too long, so I, I got to do that too. But the hat the hat is going to bring me luck. Uh, we're going to get some Big Ten and West Coast action tonight, and uh, win you guys some money. Yeah. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.